0: Hi everybody welcome to amigos i'm john and i'm aaron and today aaron we're going to be talking about alco copter
1: i could i could use a visit from the alco copter right now (laughs) oh man what a day
0: now aaron i know you're not much of a flyer but Mm -hmm. surely you've watched enough of these sorts of tv shows in your youth that featured a helicopter to sort of want to take the disguise on one of those beasts right
1: i've been on a non-flying helicopter if that Mm -hmm. counts
0: Oh, I, I don't know that I don't know that it does because you're not really on it at that
1: point, are you? I was on it. I was in it. it and I was in it? it was what on. It was on. What were you doing? You know, they had. Don't ask me what was going on. Okay, but it was one of these things they had at the Valley Park. It was like super happy fun day. You know sure, that they okay. have occasionally, and they had a helicopter come down and land, and then just kind of let you look through it. I think it was like something to do with the. I think it was like a hospital helicopter. Okay. It was some kind of. There was a theme going on. And so he could get in there to me and the boy. He was real young. We kind of went in there and looked around. It was pretty cool, pretty loud. Yeah, you know. And then we kind of. Well, kinda... you've
0: done me one better. I've neither flown in or been inside a helicopter before, so I've always, I've always been nervous. You know, I've had opportunities to take helicopter tours in various places. I've been. I've always demurred. Um, there's just something about not being able i mean it's it's a total illogical fallacy to think that if you're in a plane crash or if you're if your engines go out you'll be able to glide safely to the ground that's a lie that doesn't no, happen. especially not in a helicopter
1: but <laughs> in a drop- helicopter you've got
0: nothing you've got none of that you've got so, n- nothing to help you so if, you've if never
1: you've never been in a copter at all like have you been to the uh, air force museum and uh uh Yes, I have.
0: I have, but I've never gone inside. I didn't know that they had craft that you could go inside. Yeah, you area.
1: could go. They've got some you can go in, look around, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, helicopters have changed a lot since, let's say, I don't know, Vietnam, for example, or, or World War II. Uh, you know, but you're right. There, there's Without a failsafe, you always have that illusion that the plane might make it down. Yeah. Where the helicopter is going to make it down, but not in a good way. Yeah. Uh, so, but you know, all that said, you don't you don't often hear of like a helicopter crash. It's not super common, you know. Now you see collisions or stuff, but not to mm-hmm. crashes so much. Now, would I hop into a helicopter and drive around? No, I would not. Unless I was being meta lifted somewhere, I would not. You want know, to You know, I read
0: a, a uh, I read an article in a magazine that I get about Jerry Jones helicopter. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of helicopter I want to ride What's around. What's
1: he in. got? Big he's rich got,
0: guy. He's got the ultra lux. So you know he goes between. I guess the the Cowboys compound is not in Dallas; it's somewhere else. Yeah. And so he's he's constantly going back be- between there and the stadium. And he's like, I started out driving, and that was horrible. There was a lot of traffic, so I bought a helicopter.
1: Jerry's <laughs> not gonna get down there with the riff Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? Big money, Jerry. He's gonna be paying. He's gonna be. And if I had huge money, you know, I saw some boys in here mention it, and I, I, so I'm gonna bring it up. If I had the big money, I would want a helicopter that would look something like the Airwolf, and it would have to play that theme while in the air. I
0: only know that from your phone.
1: Yeah, and also it has to do the loop, because that's the one thing the Airwolf copter could loop how yep. did they how did they pull that off on the TV show they well, they didn't pull that off they took the camera probably <laughs> and went <brrr. laughs>
0: I was going to say was there some was there some camera trickery involved
1: if, do you uh, uh, this, I'm gonna see where you stand here do, are you a are you a a airwolf guy or are you a blue thunder guy?
0: I'm gonna be honest with you I've never seen a helicopter based television show.
1: What about let's cut it in the middle Are you a street hawk guy? Because it could helicopter. It was a motorbike that could spin around real fast. Could, no, nothing. I, I've never seen
0: that either. Manimal? I've seen Manimal. I mean, who hasn't seen Manimal? I've seen Even Automan and Manimal.
1: Automan had a helicopter. You know, yeah. The blue, the Neon. That was a pretty good one.
0: They, I got to say, most of my helicopter experience comes from M.A.S.H., watching those come in. They, they were with the big glass bubbles. The big bubbles. You know, on the front.
1: Yeah those actually look like they would be scary to ride in. And yes. the thing about those always, you know, cause if you ever watch that show and I guess this is realistic, they've got the gimmicks on the side where you can put the, the person's body, mm-hmm. you know, the, the gurney on the side, right? Who, how <laughs> sick are you? It's like, can't we get a helicopter where you can put the people in it? You got to strap them <laughs> Listen, to the side.
0: If you're being airlifted out of a war zone, you don't care. You're just glad to be getting out of there. <laughs> That's a matter if you? you're strapped to the side of a gurney or whatever
1: just i just can't imagine idea. you're like in a semi-conscious state and the next thing you know you look down and you're a half a mile up in the air you're like oh yeah.
0: god that would be frightening that would be frightening you're not kidding <laughs> well aaron let's leave helicopter talk because we're going to need oh. to save some for next week because we're doing another helicopter game next week <laughs>
1: are you kidding me oh my god
0: <laughs> um we're gonna we're gonna move on to this week's amiga news shall we News. What do
1: we got, Boat?
0: All right, Aaron, we're going to start things off with a piece of hardware that you actually own. I had no idea about this. The StarDrive R2. Now, before we get into this uh, this news story, Aaron, tell us a little bit about what the Drive R2 is. Well, it's
1: this is really about the... Okay, so I've, I'm going to put myself on mega size here for a minute for those watching at home. And this is from Amiga Love, who is one of the king dongs of Amiga hardware, I think. But I think we could agree on that.
0: Oh yes, oh yes. And
1: so what you got here is a gimmick like this. This is a Microbotics uh, 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 Starboard, I believe, is what the formal name of this thing is. And what it is is basically an Amiga 1000 peripheral, if you will, uh, that that gives you X amount of memory, and I think that gives you X a SCSI uh, port, something like that. There, boat. Whoops! Ignore that. Make <laughs> good news. I knew I forgot something. Anyway, so uh, these things—I didn't realize it. Boat. By the way, this is this came from that sketchy deal that I made. That oh, you backed yeah. out on this. Yeah, is that's, that's
0: the gift that keeps on giving. The
1: sketchy guy. Listen, when you don't mind possibly being shot, you can make it. You can make a deal. But <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the sketchy Rick, guy. Oh my
0: God, did you meet him at the St. Almonds Mall?
1: No, I met him. <laughs> now that would have been sketchy. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually met him. At the, uh, uh, at the go, oh, no, it was the, uh, uh, sheets there in Scott Depot boat. Oh yeah. The new yeah, sheets. If you can, if yeah. You can... <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, you know, basically what, uh, Amiga love goes into is, uh, what, what would make this a better piece of hardware? Apparently I've been, uh, from what I've seen here, this is pretty rare. This item who knew, mm. And then, even rarer is the thing that goes in it, which I believe that is the Star Drive R2 board, which is a, well, it's Star Drive R1 originally. It's a gimmick with a real time clock. Uh, and and, uh, uh, and I think it's also got some other crap on it. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's got, a, it's got, it's an additional board that flips into this first board. Anyway, long story short, uh, somebody went through. And basically reverse engineered it and made their own, okay. uh, and
2: they're
1: and they're selling this thing, and there's what it is. It's among other things, it gives your Amiga 1000 a real time clock, uh, and these are for sale now. Uh, I looked into this. I believe they're selling um, a uh, the the star uh, the the star drive R2. I believe it was like 140 bucks or 160 bucks, something like that. And it's one of those deals where the guys you're, are the guys taking orders or whatever, or asking for interest pre-orders. That's yeah. right. Well, I, that pre-order is a little bit strong. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just ga- like,
0: gauging interest is what. That's
1: right, did. gauging yeah. the interest Boat. And so, uh, you know, uh, in fact, hey, look, there's my comment. If you're if you're interested, if you happen to have one of these, what well, I mean, which you know, if you're a Megal 1000 guy and you have one of these, and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I'd pay a hundred dollars and some change for some kind of weird gimmick that's modern that plugs into it that does some wait weird a minute stuff. a
0: weird gimmick that's modern that makes your amiga do weird new stuff that that's sounds right. like every single piece of amiga now, listen, hardware ever created
1: you got that right and so i'm actually sorely t- you know i don't even use this thing that often you know but i'm sorely tempted to buy one of these just to be the king dong of this one device like yeah. no, no one on earth would have a better one than me. I think and you I can, should do
0: it, man. I'm all yeah. for it.
1: Thank God I've got all this disposable income. <laughs> I don't need to eat next week or get gas. I'll get the Star Drive R2. Yeah, but man. anyway, that's what it is. And of course, this is delivered by Amiga Love, the passionate lover of all Amiga. So it's good stuff. It's entertaining whether you have one of these things or not, just to see what they what they did, what this thing's all about. And uh, Amiga Love's the, rigged his up to do all all kinds of crazy stuff. So there you go. But yeah, very interesting stuff. Worth a look.
0: All right. Well, we're going to move on down the line. The next thing is our buddy Doug. He has oh, reviewed. Yes. Now, I guess you know he's he. I guess he did. He's done a couple of videos about the pie storm.
1: I, I am well. I'm well versed in these two videos, but okay, man. I, have you watched these yet? No. Oh, I've been waiting because I know the Doug. All right. Now, we've talked about the pie storm uh, a few times on the show as as a cheap uh sort of a Swiss army knife of cheapery you know mm-hmm. uh for folks that can that are that want to uh uh you know upgrade uh their amiga on the on the super cheap with an amiga with a, one of these pies so dan had a look at these and rmc had a look at these uh, a couple other guys uh chris edwards uh installed a couple of these you know on and so it was like wow everyone has pretty glowing reviews of these but no one, I don't think, had really put these things to the mega test, right? And I was waiting, because I knew Doug. I had heard Doug was on it, you know? And I know Doug. Doug is not going to, like, lightly tap this thing. He's going to put some boots yeah. to it, you know? Yeah. And boots to it, he did. <laughs> this is what this is sort of a uh, 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 pie storm. It's like an, an hour of a pie storm burial. As as Doug relentlessly slams this thing now, uh, uh, full disclosure: uh, Doug correctly states that yes, this is a item that is is still effectively an open beta. All right, it's a group effort, and there's plenty of room for this thing to to work and get better. But he does go through its many many shortcomings and the many many problems he had. I knew this was going to be a burial because I knew this. I read some stuff on Twitter that said Doug was this was taking Doug longer than he thought. Never right. good. When that happens, he's getting on the top rope. He's winding up the elbow, and, and he dropped it. <laughs> uh, amongst the problems he had was just getting games to work properly. The fact that it was actually slow. It, mm-hmm. it was doing a lot of stuff. Now, uh, uh, I watched this whole thing. The fact that it doesn't cost $11, which he relentlessly pounded. Now, I think his estimations of the total cost of this thing were a little ludicrous. Uh, but I still think this is a good deal. But it, yeah, he's correct. He's not going to get it, you're not going to get this thing installed in your system for 10, eleven bucks. You're it's True. gonna you know, you're gonna be 60, 70 bucks in probably before it's yeah. all said, that, which is still a, I think it's a good deal. Still it's uh, a good deal. Yeah, as long as it actually good, does what it's supposed to do. That's the problem. And so yeah. right now, is this thing ready for prime time? It's before his second video, I would have said absolutely not. Uh, but he made a second video and, and and there was a reason for that. So if you're watching at home, you can see he's playing a game here and the uh the game is really slogging along here. And this happened to Doug on a lot of the video on a lot of the games he tried where it just it didn't work right. It kept crashing. Uh mm-hmm. the frame rate was in the toilet, all right? Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out and Doug made a second video which I think was called episode 97.5. W Q B E. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I didn't you consider You're an idiot. Anyway, uh, he figured, turns out that Doug was loading some stuff in his Workbench boot up that was causing uh, an issue with the spy Storm, okay? Again, beta, all right? So you've got to expect weirdness. Now, uh, once he corrected this, things did improve, sort of, right? Uh, like, for example, here he is playing Pinball Dreams. Pinball Dreams, if you look here, it runs like absolute garbage, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, or does it, you know, it, it's, it's real laggy. Same thing. Agony is going to be, there's a bunch of, all these things have problems. And this is because there was a, he had an issue with what he was running. Okay. When he, when he went back and fixed this stuff, it ran better, but he still buried it. Okay. Mm-hmm. He still says it's got problems. It's still not running up the spec, uh, but he buried it. Now all the, all the, the brain trust behind the, uh, pie storm have been uh, all over this to try to figure out what, why Doug had so much trouble. Where mm-hmm. some other people didn't have trouble. Now, mm-hmm. I, I suggest that probably other people didn't give this as thorough a testing, but it could be simply as down to the where that he just has stuff in coming up in his uh, workbench where that does that other people aren't using, mm-hmm. you know, or his particular. You know how Amigas are, all the particular hardware he's got. Who knows what was causing the trouble? Okay, sure. But the moral of the story, it, it's a twofold moral. Number one, uh, anything you get to plug into your ancient Amiga could conflict with other crap you already got okay yeah. bam number one number two this is a beta item that still is up and coming he goes into how difficult it is to install it how much you have to how much rigmarole you have to go through listen we both know that that's part of the early adopter you know you're going to go through it just like i did with the unamiga sometimes you just take a beating right. you know an old sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't now at the end of the day do I think that Doug thoroughly and completely took the air out of the pie storm? Yes, I think he did. I think a lot of people were like, wait a minute, you know, this, this, this ain't as great as I thought it was. Uh, But I do think he at least went in there and tried to explain that it could get better. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I I think he ran into enough trouble to where he knew the kind of video he was going to make when he put this thing out. And I can't blame him if it's not going to perform up the spec. Anyway, uh, long story short, this is something you want to watch. Make sure you watch the whole first video, ninety-seven, then go and watch the second video, which is the update, right? Uh, and something else I would consider is if you're going to install one of these Pi Storms, uh, I would literally install it from scratch. I would like I would redo your hard drive, the whole nine yards, and then I also would be very careful what you boot into, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, your mileage may vary. Right. You and go. you can't
0: I, discount the whole NTSC versus PAL thing, too. Uh,
1: well, you can, Yeah, you can. In this case, you can discount no, that. No, not. Not doing it does not do it. I will say this. Would this stop me? From, I'm order In fact, I ordered me and you one. And when I say that, I mean, I put us on a list. All right. Okay. So, will, will it stop me from dropping my 15 bucks or 30 bucks? No, I'll still get one because I ultimately, I think these things are going to be fine. And for the 1,000s, I think they're going to be a godsend. That's why. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I care, because we've both got 1,000s. It would be nice not to have you kickstart disc and maybe even have stuff that we can, you know, have a little hard drive. That'd be nice. Sure. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, everyone else, your mileage may vary. and Be prepared to uh, be disappointed or at least to wait until they get everything ironed out and yeah. more yeah. updates to follow.
0: Well, can, uh, hats off to Doug for, yeah. you know, for for putting in the work and, and doing all the – getting down in the weeds with that thing, because – the, la- the last thing you want is for to, to be sold a bill of goods that you don't get. And I don't think that anybody that is selling the Pie Storm is making any kind of ludicrous promises, but people's right. minds tend to jump to, man, this is going to be great. It's going to work perfectly. And well, sometimes they need somebody to walk them back from yeah. the edge a
1: little bit. I mean, Chris Edwards has used this thing for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see if he puts up like a rebuttal. or Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, I mean, again, most of, of him and Dan were just installing it, showing you how to install it showing you how to get it up and running. They didn't really, in their videos, they didn't really get into the day-to-day operation of it to Mm -hmm. see how it was going to act, you know. And that's why I was waiting on Doug. So Doug will sit down and pound it with apps and stuff and stuff that you wouldn't normally think about. And and so that's pretty much what I expected uh, from Doug. Doug Doug did a great job. And so we'll just see what happens from here. But I have a feeling a lot of the stuff that uh, Doug took a crack at will ultimately be ironed out.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, Aaron. Uh, next up, we're gonna see our old friend RMC. He is oh, yes. uh, just put out a new video, and this is this is a little bit of a barn burner, Aaron. I had not I had not heard of this before. This is no. a uh, a USB drive that you can hook that's got a Arduino board in it mm-hmm. that allows a your PC to read Amiga discs.
1: Yes. Yes, this is. I think this is uh, opens up a lot of interesting doorways, particularly for people. uh, You know, I'm wondering if this is something we'll be able to use on, say, uh, a a, a Mister at some point, Mm -hmm. or a bare minimum, Mm -hmm. a Raspberry Pi. Because what ultimately, what you can do with something like that, like for example, I've got the Amiga here. You could literally rig one of these up as as a drive zero and still be able to use disks in these uh, alternative Amiga solutions. Pretty interesting uh, boat. Mm -hmm but yeah. what what and that neil of course listen neil has got a guy boat uh and he's a he's a some kind of genius guy uh, and uh he's apparently this has been an ongoing project and what neil is showing off here is sort of like the 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 newest installment of the project and so to not keep people in suspense that haven't seen this video it's a usb drive that will allow you to read your your floppy disk from your amiga natively yeah, read, on read and
0: write the chat and, is reminding us to say yes yeah
1: and on top of that, uh, it will also let you pull the data off in in two different types of formats to try to get around the uh copy protection on some of these stuff. Now, there was some, I would love to have seen him try to copy some stuff like this, for example, the Dragon's Lair floppies. Some of the real ultra floppies I was never able to copy. I would love to see how this they like, tackled those. Mm. Uh, because those things were like uncopyable back in the day. Uh, but that much said, uh, this is sort of I mean, there have been there have been uh uh kind of versions of this from back in the day uh there was like these weasel uh type gimmicks they'd had they're called something weasel cat weasel, cat or something weasel. Where you, yeah. yeah where you'd hook these things up but i mean when he pulled that out of the box it just looked like a usb drive bam mm-hmm. that's it and, it's, yeah. uh, and that's I mean, what you it, want
0: i think that there's still there's uh, first of all this is a godsend for anybody that does any sort of archiving of, you know, if you've got an old user group, the, you know, a disk archive where people were bringing in homemade stuff, or if you have this yeah. full of old journals or something like that, and you want to archive them, this is a, this is great for that. You know, you just pop it in and you copy the things over and then and they're safe. Um as far as you know are people going to be buying these things to run adfs off their original discs on their pc via emulation when you can easily download adfs of whatever you want anyway maybe maybe not you know a lot of people enjoy popping a disc into a drive it's part yeah. of the ritual and all that stuff so.
1: you know what i think of it's funny our our good buddy frank over at retro rewind he they've just uh they've just sent out about a million of these kickstart discs right? and i've talked to some other guys that were doing it and so he had to take his Amigas and, and dedicate, like, he was knocking discs out left and right, All right, This would be the perfect alternative to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could just use a PC to knock them off. It'd be so much simpler, Boat, if you could do it that way. This yeah. came out a little bit too late, like a couple weeks. Uh, I don't know if this is readily available. And Neil doesn't get into any pricing or ordering as far as I I didn't see him mention it at all. Did you? Mm-hmm. No. And uh, so we don't know if uh, this is going to be something that's going to be uh, for sale, you know, but I would hope. Uh, that this would be something that would be uh, something that... I mean, listen, this is a moneymaker. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is a, a straight-up moneymaker. I really
0: like... I mean, you're right. It looks exactly like a USB now, floppy drive. the so.
1: caveat to this, Boat. Um, uh, this is running... To get this to identify in your Windows machine, you effectively have to run a a, a souped-up special version of WinUAE uh, EXE that has support for this drive and, I think, one other okay and then you're you're able to w- read these drives via you uh win uae okay which yeah. is well, well, i'm just saying but i don't want to tell people i don't want people to be like oh i can just pop these discs in my pc windows we're good to go you're not good to go it's not how it works not yet anyway uh but i think i think that would not be that difficult to come across you know but still this was a this was a a, a game changer uh, as far as i'm concerned but i think this is a real big deal and. Uh, Neil did a good job of uh, putting it down. So, And kudos to the fellow that put this out. I'm going to try to catch his name here. Uh, but I don't I don't know what his name was. You remember what his name was right off the top of your head? I don't see it listed here. I don't. I so don't. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll look into that. But, yeah, good stuff. Check out, Always, of course, RMC stuff's always gold. And this is another. He, a real coup, folks. This is the first I'd heard of this. Rob, Rob Smith. Smith. That's yeah. right, because he made a cure joke. So there you go. So thumbs up to Rob. Well done. Well done. There you go.
0: All right, and uh, our final news story of the week, Aaron, comes to us from the one, the only, Amiga Bill. Now, you just spent some time with Amiga Bill last night, didn't you,
1: Aaron? I did. Bill was very uh, kind and invited me to come to the uh, latest WOG, uh, uh, meeting the his uh, users group in New York. I got to sit in for about three hours last night with the fellas. Uh, the uh, guys over there are very much like the Coco Talk guys. These are sort of your old guard hardware junkies who are, who mm-hmm. know more than you'll ever know and they've seen it all and are sharp folks and it was so it was a real it was a real pleasure learning experience to set in and uh, as like a fly on the wall because what am i gonna say hey here comes dummy you know i was all like that's exactly what you say, exactly uh, but, uh, what you say it, as
0: soon as you're in meeting
1: and of course bill is a um a unique personality uh, a pleasure to be around everyone's best chum and uh, he was he was great great host uh, they did use an open source version of Zoom, which I'd mm-hmm. never seen before, and it worked well. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that in the in the memory bank boat uh, yeah. for the for maybe for uh, International Computer Club next time yeah. around. But yeah, it was great. Uh, so uh with all that said, I have what was the story here? What do we got? Oh, this is yeah, this is his video on the newest features of three uh right. three point two. So-
0: As we all know, Bill doesn't make a ton of videos. He streams every week, but he doesn't make a ton of standalone videos. But when he does, he does it right. And uh, this is is basically a a rundown of the coolest features of Amiga OS 3.2. So he talks about the ease of installation. He talks about the mouse using the scroll wheel and all that stuff. He goes into all kinds of... Look at that (laughs) scroll wheel cam right there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Rock and roll.
0: Yeah, so... This is uh you know, this is definitely worth watching if you're on the fence about three point two or if you've already ordered it and you want to get the most out of it, uh, make sure you give this a watch.
1: I guess we should mention I don't think you have it on your news. I didn't see it I didn't see it mentioned this, but they talked about this in a meeting last night a little bit. I'd heard about it too. Uh uh Cloanto, <clears throat> well they have had enough of this. And so they have <laughs> the litigation's on, bode.
0: Yeah, uh, I did, I purposefully didn't put that in the in the news because I didn't know if that if if we were going to go down the rabbit hole. Well, but we we're can not talk about it. Well, it. Hole. Well, yeah, Cluanto is going to war with Hyperion to try and get them to stop manufacturing or selling, uh, three point two. We'll see. We'll see how this ends up.
1: What I thought was interesting. I don't want to get. We don't have to get into a big thing about it. But the one thing I thought was interesting was, and this is almost, um, uh, this was almost a very nice story, believe it or not. And the nice story was apparently uh, for the briefest time uh, Hyperion and cloanto had struck a bargain right boat to allow Hyperion to do this well uh, apparently the sticking points among others uh, are uh, that they had that they are making a profit from it they have went I mean bill talked about the fact that they that they'd used the Boing ball the labels and that kind of you know cheesy Mickey Mouse crap mm-hmm. uh, about now all that said, and I of course last night in the meeting, people were firmly behind Hyperion, and which right. is understandable. But that much said, and we know the Cloanto guys have always been nice to us, and you've interviewed uh, what was his name, Michael Mike uh, yep. over there, real nice guy. Mm-hmm. Listen, everyone has their angle in this, and, and and when it at the end of the day, it comes down to people attempting to protect their rightfully bought trademarks and symbols and whatnot. And so you can understand why why they would have these continual throwdowns. Uh, 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 now, uh, is it silly? It maybe, but I mean, we're not businessmen, and we don't know how much money is on the line when it comes to this sort of this sort of thing. So, I guess they're going to go at it again. Uh, uh, Frank just mentioned that they they haven't officially litigated this yet, but it's it's on the table here. So we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Uh, but uh, it's a shame. But uh, how many times have we said that now? So it's it's almost pointless to even bring it up which i'm sure that's why you would even list it but uh just for full disclosure there you go
0: yeah all right well that's going to do it for this week's amiga news it's time to talk about the new amiga hardware pick oh yes of the week over at retrorewind.ca this week aaron we're going to be talking about the amiga flash rom so if you uh want to mess around with uh some custom kickstarts and talking about legal stuff kickstarts and all that stuff <laughs> Listen to um, you. you're legal <laughs> 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 if, uh, if you want to get into the you know, people, there are all kinds of custom kickstarts and stuff out there. And you, if you want to flash your own um, ROM replacement to stick in your Amiga, this is the thing to get. Uh, you get this thing and then you also get another device called the programming adapter. And then you can use that to actually reflash this ROM chip. And uh, you, can, uh, you can pretty much put whatever you want on here. Now, here's the cool thing, Aaron. Say that you already know what custom ROM you want on the Flash ROM. You yeah. don't have to buy the programming adapter. Uh, you can actually just request any, uh, any ROM image that you have to be burned onto, this, onto this, uh, this chip, and then it will be sent to you. All you have to do is send them the ROM image, and they'll, they'll do the burning for you. So uh, this thing is available at RetroRewind.ca for the price of $35. But if you use the promo code Amigos10, you can save 10% off this or any order. What a deal, Aaron. What a deal.
1: This is very interesting and timely, uh, Boat, in a way. Uh, And I like the fact that uh, I also think he even mentioned that he even has the 8 megabit version as well. You can put two uh, Kickstart
0: ROMs on there.
1: That's right. Listen. Me and you aren't burning jack squat, ROM-wise. No, we're no, a couple of dullards. Toast. That's it. We, yeah. depend, we're, we depend on the kindness of strangers, Bo, often, mm-hmm. because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. But it, but most people, especially some of the finer, more intelligent, brilliant folks that listen to this show, they know what they can do with this stuff. They're, they don't need us to tell them. Mm-hmm. Get out there and get it. Listen, you, Retro Rewind, solid as a rock, never let you down. Located right here in good old North America, that take care of your business. And Frank's up there slaving away to make you happy. He's a good guy. Yeah.
0: So we thank Retro Rewind for being an official sponsor of Amigos. There you go. It's time, Aaron. It's time <laughs> to venture into the beer cave and come out with Alco-Copter.
1: Bam, Alco-Copter. <laughs> hey, how many times did you have to read this name with this logo to figure out exactly what it said? I was like, surely it doesn't <laughs> Listen, say Alco-Copter. That logo is
0: there to look cool, not to be read.
1: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Will Boat, Alco Copter. I, I don't think I'm going on a limb here when I say that you've probably not played this before. This one had it. not.
0: I, I hadn't seen this one before.
1: I think we may have mentioned this on uh, one of our uh, Amiga news segments that, like it was coming out because I know it was covered on Indie. Uh, but I had, I didn't have any recollection of what this was. So, Alco Copter. Now, this right here, for starters, we should mention that this is a freebie. Yeah. You could go download this right now. Uh, from the Flastro, uh Worldwide Distribution site, uh, and you can get it free, uh, free 30 levels, complete game. So there you go right there, out right out of the gate. Um, this was released in 2018. I saw some different dates on this, but that's what that says inside the game, 2018. Yeah, so and on EAB,
0: like, the the author first posted about this in 2018. So there I'm pretty go. sure it's 2018.
1: So, uh Again, this thing was put together by an outfit called Flastro, who also published it, p- published in quotes. Um, and these guys had worked on another game that we, I know, we, I've never played this game, but I know we've talked about it. River Raid Reloaded. You ever yeah. play that one? Yeah,
0: I have. How it's was fantastic. that? Was it good? It's great, yeah.
1: They're also, they've got a new thing come out that's that's has a, in preview right now. It's called R-E-R-O. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a nine-level preview. that That's out on their website now, but the preview is, several, is a couple years old now, so I don't know if they're ever going to get around to finishing the game or what, what's going on. Uh, the uh, the game was worked on by some uh, – these guys basically are uh, – they're basically crack screen guys, and they do – I've looked at what, some of their portfolio, and they've done some stuff like uh, go in there and, put, and crack games and add cheats and hacks to games to make them better. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot of that. Of course, they also worked on the aforementioned uh, River Raid Reloaded. So they do some games. They've done a lot of crack screen stuff on like multiple consoles and computers. So they're not just Amiga guys. I they're working. The, they're working everything, man. So right. They're doing a lot of stuff. And this game, it's funny. At least the opening of this game looks straight out of a, a like a crack screen. It, it looks, looks like, like, like a, something
0: <laughs> that would load before you moved on to another game. That,
1: that's right. Yeah. In fact, when I first loaded it, I, I was waiting for the actual screen to come, and it just never did. I was like, oh, that's. <laughs> that's it so uh the artists on this uh were a guy named matthias haydorn i believe he goes by the name alpha one that's a cool Cool, guy name then you've got one of the graphics guys simply known as chipmunk Mm. fair enough say no more Uh, and also a the third graphics fellow musashi nine that's also pretty cool man yeah
0: these guys are these guys are on the cool guy club with those with those well yeah
1: I mean, come on, it's Flashtro. It's not Geetro. These guys are flashy. Yeah. And then the music's done by Hucka. Hucka not Sucka. Hucka. Hucka mm. also worked, apparently, on Solomon's Key 2, whatever that is. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Now, this game is billed as working on any Amiga with one mega memory. Uh, however, I found a chat comment that said, this game will work on any machine that has 512K of chip and 512K of slow. So oh, you so may even work get on one thousand. On We're going to try that boat at yeah. some point. Uh, there is only the ADF of this, as far as I can tell. There was no WHD load. Uh, I was also informed that the game is incredibly small. Uh, I think it was like a hundred. It was like hundred and twenty-eight k. Really? Uh, uh, yeah. So it's it's a small game. I guess that was part of the gimmick on this thing. So let's talk about it. Boat, you load this thing up on disc. And it comes up to the beautiful logo screen we were talking about. Uh, again, it looks straight out of a, of a, of a cracked uh, bit of software. And there's a, there's a nice little tune uh, that plays. And then you're basically moved into the actual game proper. There's also, it also kind of gives you the rules, which I like. It's that mm-hmm. kind of thing. The rules in this game are pretty simple, aren't they, Boat? Uh, you play the Alco Copter. Now, uh, what is the Alco Copter? It's my kind of copter. It's a copter (laughs) whose only job is to deliver booze to people. I love that. It's great. That's all I need to know. I recommend it. That's it. Uh, You play as the Alco Copter pilot and you have to navigate your way through 30 levels to deliver the booze uh, to everyone in the game. Now, this isn't like a uh, a crazy taxi style game. This is just there's a start point as an end point. It's very case,
0: similar. It's very similar to think about Space Taxi in your mind. Well, think it, about that. The game well, that the the, the the what you do in the game isn't exactly the same, but the stages are laid out very similarly.
1: Well, uh, yeah, sort of. Except that that game has you go, re, basically retracing your steps. Where in this, it's, it's, you're pretty much going. There's some retracing, but you're pretty much going to a beginning and an end. And uh, there's no picking anybody up. But there's picking stuff up. So, the no, Yes, concept,
0: basically what I just said.
1: Well, no, because in, in Space Taxi, you're going yeah, back they, and forth. If you think about the way around. that the stages
0: are laid out, if you look at the viewpoint of the camera, you're landing on platforms and you're negotiating a stage without trying to run into stuff. That's what you do in this game. I will say
1: one thing. You remember that game Ugg that we yes. liked and everyone else hated, right? Which is a lot like Space Taxi. Yes. This game handled sort of like that <laughs> in a weird yeah. way. You know, yeah. the, the actual copters. They're itself. all
0: cut from the same cloth.
1: Well, yeah, I suppose you're right. Uh, so. Uh, that there are thirty levels you negotiate. Now, at first they start off pretty simple. You just kinda go through like a, a, a maze and and at the, when you get to the end, it's sort of like a garage door that you that you basically. Yeah, the, park the, the
0: garage door is the exit point for all the levels. You right, start correct. off on a, an amiga colored pad, a red and white checkerboard pad, and you leave through the garage.
1: Correct, correct boat. And now the scoring in this is interesting. You get you get bonus points for as for not firing as much and not taking as much damage. So there's a couple of different ways you can play this game. Now, it's funny. i watched watch the uh, playthrough of this. The playthrough, whoever did the playthrough is a real stud. He, well, he hardly ever fires. He used plenty fired. of escape
0: states. He, uh, he posted think? on EAB. Oh,
1: yeah. did he? Because if you watch him play, Boat, and I'm sure you watch this too, he hardly ever fires. I mean, he does the yeah. bare minimum of firing. Man, I'm in there shooting like a <laughs> Because I'm not as confident in my piloting skills as this guy was. Uh, but... you you can get more points for shooting less and taking less damage. I I do like the fact that there's a blood alcohol level gauge. That's something I never thought I'd see.
2: (laughs) You don't see see that that often I in driving or flying games.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So uh, as you go through the levels, eventually they start getting a little bit harder. There's going to be stuff in your way you have to shoot. There's going to be stuff that shoots back. There are going to be sort of like side areas you have to go to to pick up stuff. Uh, There's going to be stuff that stomps you, stuff that electrocutes you. Uh, stuff that you uh, that you have to kind of chip away at. Uh, there's stuff that have spread shots. There's a lot of different, uh, you know, they basically just ramp up the obstacles as you go through. Uh, and that's pretty much the game. Uh, it's not they don't really like if you go all the way. I watched all the way to the end. It's not like at some point it really turns up the wackiness. I mean, it just mm-hmm. it's just a steady increase. Yeah, uh, but when we the, when should you talk park-
0: a little bit about how your copter um, flies because well, I was it's getting different.
1: to that. But yeah, why not now? Go ahead, get into it.
0: So the in the in the game, when you are moving uh, horizontally, your helicopter does not lose altitude. It only loses altitude when you're standing still. Uh, when you're standing still, you'll start to lose altitude a little bit. And then a whole lot, it's like the old catch up routine, you know, you're a little, a little, and then boom, it's all on the plate.
1: It, it is like that. That's a good, it's good.
0: So um, this becomes a problem when you're trying to land like into the garage door. Okay. Because the, when you go into the garage door, you've got to land on the thing and you start out and you're like, man, I'm just going to slowly glide to the platform. And then as soon as you're one millimeter above it, the helicopter goes into its crash mode, and then you start. You can't go through the garage door, and you're busy dying.
1: It's funny. I, that's not something I had happen to me.
0: No, oh, I had it happen a lot. And
1: here's now, now. I'm not saying you're wrong about the way it flies. I just had that happen to me before I got to the garage door. <laughs> you know, I read a lot of comments. If you go to the Flash, uh, Flash website at, or Lemon, mm-hmm. I read a lot of comments on this. And and the the continuing theme in the comments was that the they thought they botched the controls. All right, botched controls. I saw it over and over. We've played a and we've played a game that's very similar to this, all right, mm-hmm. with with similar control schemes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one per you have to remember that the control, the control makeup is the game. Right. Okay. That right. is the game. So if they had perfect controls, right. You would just win the game. <laughs> there mm-hmm. would be no there would be no difficulty at all. Yeah, because you're you have right. To you're have exactly right. And the, so if the, you if you complain about the controls, I can understand that because yes, they they can be infuriating, but that's the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and and those, this and, and this
0: all goes back. Really, the root of all of these types of games is Lunar Lander. That's where all of this comes from because you're negotiating gravity yeah. and thrust with lateral movement to land in a specific place
1: great game
0: Um, by the way love that game oh yeah it's great here's i don't have a problem with the controls in this game at all are they the same as the (laughs) controls in space taxi or ug no but they don't have to be you don't have to have the exact same controls on those games to have a good game your controls just need to be consistent the controls need to play by a set of rules and in this game they do they play by a set of rules you know what you need to do
1: I'm glad to hear me. you say that because that's. You, I agree with you. I was wondering if you, which way you were going to lean because you never know with U boat, it can be crazy time all the time. But the controls, they are what they are. Okay, whether you like them or not, but they play fair. They say here are the controls. Do your best, and that now they, here's they don't where
0: here's them. my problem. My problem with this game has nothing to do with the controls. It has everything to do with the collision. Okay. When you collide into something on this game. You don't just bounce off it. You stick to it and you you get reamed. You get reamed whenever you land on something near something in something. It what I would have preferred is for it to bounce you off it, you know, well, to but yeah. in this game there's no bouncing off it and you take you know anywhere from a quarter to half your life bar in damage whenever you land into anything and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Well, so here's the thing, and I, I can see your point, but I think, I think if they'd made this the collisions bouncy in this, you would what they it wouldn't have their their uh, health and scoring mechanism would have been changed. Okay, they give you a decent amount of health. Okay, uh, and so you're right. If you hit something, it's very easy to to because it's one of those games where it just continuously takes health until you move. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to move. Yeah. And, it's and I'm not saying that move. they
0: needed to bounce you off like a pinball. I'm right. just saying they need to remove you from the object.
1: Right. I understand. I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying you're wrong either, but uh, uh, I think the fact that they give you a generous health bar, I think that's their way of saying, I think what they wanted here, instead of having the bouncing, I think they wanted to have. Uh, you take that. We've played plenty of games, but where that have this sort of element where, yeah. sure they yeah. give you a health bar, but they drain it like, uh, like nobody's business, right? And so uh, I can understand that, uh, uh You know, it's it's a it's a choice. I can see where it turn off some people. I mean, this game. Let's 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 cut to the chase here. This is a hard game. Yeah. All right. Because even if even if you get really good at the controls, these, these are pinpoint flying maneuvers you're doing through very difficult and slim corridors and you're Mm -hmm. very nearly avoiding obstacles and shots this isn't a game you're going to blow through 30 levels in an afternoon i mean yeah the guy the the guy on the video may have done it but he probably took him a week uh i sat down with this thing and played it i played this thing on three different occasions this week uh and but every time I played it, I played it until I got pissed off, and then I quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now I would come back and I would play it because this game will piss you off. It's one of those uh, you'll be playing along, and then you and I mean on the flip side, occasionally you'll barely make it to the exit, and you'll feel good about yourself, you know. But often you won't get anywhere near the exit, and you'll feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Which happened to me quite a bit, Boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you recall how long, how far you got into this game?
0: I think I got to around level five.
1: Oh, okay. I had it better than you for once. I can't believe it. Of course, I I had a lot of time to play with it. Uh, and the did you use, as a controller, what did you use? I used a PS4 stick. I, now, so did you the use the analog controls on that? No,
0: I tried using the analog, and I, I, I did not do well with that. I had to use I the d I was D-pad. wondering
1: about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was yeah. wondering about that. And I was also wondering how this would fare if you could... This doesn't come with key, native keyboard support, but I'm sure you could wrangle something up. Mm-hmm. I used the old patented... Super Nintendo ripoff pad on the Mr. for this one. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, uh, I think it would probably be better with the Super Nintendo controller than a joystick. Uh yeah. there's something else I want uh, that, that I would I would well, say. Well, you need
0: something. I mean, even if you're if you're using a joystick, it needs to be a digital joystick where you can just sort of hit it. You need to be able to nudge it, you know, back and yeah. forth. This is not a game where you want to have like sort of like sweeping analog type movements. That's not what these controls are suited to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did notice that if you beat the game, uh, you get a message saying that you did something that even the developer couldn't do, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> beat the game. Uh, this game, if you look at the later levels, it gets insane. I mean, it gets absolutely insane. And I, I, I was marveling at how you get through it. This is, I mean, I think what they did here, the, cra- the Flash trow guys, is they just thought, hey, let's knock something out here that's, that's fun. I mean, it's not the deepest game. It's not the most awesome game, but it's fun. It's also free, so that right there gets it points f- uh, for me. Uh, and this is a perfectly serviceable title, I think. I, did, I mean, yeah. we've put a lot of And these guys,
0: for- you know, I read I read a lot because this guy, has, he's an active poster on EAB, and I read oh, is, yeah? as it was being developed, I read yeah. sort of like all of his thoughts behind it. And he's definitely old school. He's like, I thought about putting in a password system, but I thought it would make the game too easy. And that's yeah. classic classic you know pc developer where you're you're concerned that your game is going to be looked down on because it's quote-unquote too easy
1: this game needs a password i'll be honest with you uh and that was an annoying now if you're playing this with emulation that's no problem but i didn't have the ability to do save states they give you a a goodly amount of choppers you know you Mm -hmm. get you get a lot of lives in this Mm -hmm. uh but you'll use them you'll use them all and yeah. it, it is sort of gutting to get pretty far and then and to lose all your guys. Well, I just, Especially you know, it just, it just
0: killed me. And it's like I said, like I'd get all the way through a level and I'd have like a quarter of my health left. And I'd be like, man, I'm doing it. Then I'd get to the garage door and I wouldn't time the descent just right. And boom, that quarter of that health bar was gone and I'd be starting over. So,
1: Do you think this is one you'll come back to any anytime soon? No,
0: no, I, I won't return to AlcoCopter.
1: So you, but you, you enjoyed it? You I thought it, it was, it, got it, got it, it. It. okay.
0: We gotta look at these things in context. Okay. It's a free game. Yeah. It's 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 a it runs on any Amiga. Almost. It controls well.
1: Yeah. It's
0: got a nice title tune soundtrack. I wish that they had some in-game music, but you know, you yeah. can't you can't wish for that on the Amiga. Yeah. Well jeez. Um, oh, the uh it's not a bad game. It's yeah. not a bad game. I just don't I don't enjoy the way that they handle collisions and collisions are what make this game you know controls and collisions is what AlcoCopter is all about
1: if they had made this more to your specifications with bouncing for example would this be a game you would go back to at that point as long as as
0: long as there was a password system you know i mean i could cheat by using save states but i mean like i don't want to have to play through the same three or four levels i want to start where i stopped
1: basically yeah i understand you know, we should mention I, I, the the chopper has three distinct facings. I think you touched on mm-hmm. this a little bit: it, it left, right, and then sort of up and down. Mm-hmm. And now, which I will say, I'll give them some credit on that too, because we've seen chopper games where they sort of don't put that in, right? And it works right. nicely in this. And it's a, a graph with the. I think the graphics are pleasing. I will say there are some backgrounds that get too busy. Mm-hmm. and they start to intermingle with what the important parts of the foreground mm-hmm. that was something that kind of threw me off on a couple levels too yeah. but That's like the, the, the like...
0: all of the all of the obstacles are there's a varied amount of obstacles they're constantly yeah. throwing new stuff at you uh and i i thought you know the graphics were 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 you know, this is definitely not a triple A title, but for something in this sort of puzzle game type genre, I thought the graphics were entirely serviceable.
1: This game would not have been out of place if it had been released in 1991 or 1989. No, it would be, it would fit, It would have fit right into a uh, a Stanley. You know, it's funny. Uh, uh, one of the biggest challenges in this game is to just fly straight. Mm-hmm. That that sounds. I mean, just because controlling the choppers hard. And much of the game requires you to get on these thin corridors and just keep, maintaining control of your chopper is the number one most difficult part of the game. And yeah. so well, it's that's, the, I, that's, the, that's yeah.
0: the entire game is yeah, maintaining yeah. control of your chopper.
1: So I had to look uh, to see what, I know we got some uh, feedback on this, but I had to look on lemon real quick. We'll look at that. Uh, the lemon people, as I mentioned, almost every one of them to a man Jack that reviewed this, uh, complained about the controls, but overall this got a lemon score of 6.17. So, you know in the average area what do we get from our discord community boatster
0: we got a couple reviews we start with super fama king he says uh while not a bad game the whole thing screams homebrew it looks and sounds fine but it's the controls that let it down it's hard to line up your copter precisely to avoid the traps and so quickly becomes a frustrating affair although the game is a one-trick pony this is still worth 30 minutes of your time just to say you have played it I'm not going to overly crush it due to it being a low-budget homebrew title, but tighter controls really would have helped. Five out of ten. Uh, Jigglebox writes: Great music on the opening screen. In-game sounds were okay. The graphics are attractive and overall an engaging game. As a specky fan, it reminded me of Airwolf and seemed just as tricky. Seven out of ten. And Graham W. Vebke writes. For me this game sort of reminded me of Hero but unfortunately I couldn't get into this game. That is a that is sort of an apt comparison. It's to me it's sort of like Hero crossed with Blood Money.
1: To me uh, it was c- more like it was more like Airwolf to me than Hero.
0: Mhm. Um he says I don't know if it's me or just my perception but the controls feel like they were not consistent. It seems to move different distances depending on where you are in the maze if you have stopped and which direction you moved prior. I get the gravity affecting the up and down movement but this was something else. Uh, you can, you collect beer and the usual maze pickup things like keys as well. Your goal is delivered at the drop-off location. That's really all I saw in a frustrating 15 minutes. And I rage quit for the first time in ages. <laughs> the art and music style are typical homebrew and do enough to set the scene of the game. But if you've read the credits of this game, they sum it up best four out of 10.
1: There you go. Well, I think that takes you into care of that, but it seems yeah. like that's pretty much a consensus that uh, it's a tough game, you may get frustrated. I would agree yeah. with that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Aaron, you want to saunter on over to uh, our YouTube channel? Let's see what's been yeah, going on over there. let's do
1: it. Let's do it, my friend. So, an interesting week this week, uh, Boat, on the YouTube channel. Let's start off. Now, I'm not going to lie. You know, Me and the brother do a lot of shows that uh, some, some are good and some are bad, some I'm not that interested in. But this was a lot of fun for me, uh, Boat. And this is our look at the Bally Astrocade, mm-hmm. a system which I really have not i had a cup of coffee with, but that's it. Uh, I, it was fun. Brent did a thorough look into the Astrocade. i got to give him credit. He really went uh, deep.
0: I was surprised I because normally you're the one that does all the research on the well, show, and Brent went to town on this thing. Yeah,
1: and we have our buddy. Uh, who, it's funny that the guy who won our Dragon's Lair mini contest was, was a guy named Bally Alley. He runs the mm-hmm. channel for Bally valley astrocade so we had his stuff to draw upon and we actually picked a couple decent games this time around both Uh, i went with the uh oddly named incredible wizard which is a straight up version of wizard of war and the funny thing about it is uh the people that made it for the astrocade made it in the arcade so while (laughs) they changed the name is up there i've seen some various conjectures we talked about it but this is probably the best game on the system what i've been told full Mm. two-player support. The mm-hmm. arcade, it's got the exact same sound chip as the arcade machine, so the sounds are arcade perfect. Just a great version of wisdom. Here's it.
0: the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. This machine was released in 77, right? Yeah. 78, something like that. This kills the VCS. I mean, well, graphically. Well,
1: this this does. Like I, just, I I didn't mention this is the best game. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I just you know, I listen to the podcast, of course and much like most of the ARG presents podcasts i come out of it wanting the machine cuz it just sounds so cool um, you know
1: these the, i saw one of these go for 255 bucks had been recapped the joystick completely repaired with the multi cart just mm. uh, just 2 or 3 days ago so they, mm-hmm. they could be picked up for a song it's funny if you and you listen to the show the way that this thing was marketed was the stupidest way imaginable. It was all, first it was, they missed Christmas and they had, it was mail order only. It was all kinds of dumb things that you would do. Then it was an exclusive from Montgomery ward.
0: Yeah. That's no good.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) Brent looked at the game called artillery duel, which was well and good, except for the fact that it required you to have two people to play it. So I had to kind of fudge my way through it, but overall I really enjoyed looking at the uh, Valley. So if you're interested in the Valley Astricator, you think you just might want to hear about it. Check that out. I thought that was a pretty fun show. Uh, we also released the most recent "Ask the Amigos." Bo, do you remember anything about this one?
0: Well, I know that we talked about the most annoying UI feature in a game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's it, right? <laughs> it's actually, our I'll, usual
0: shtick. We yeah. we we spend a couple hours answering all of Discord's burning questions. So if you I'll if are some interested.
1: of this, it was actually I, I, it's funny to go back and listen to these, especially old ones, because it, sometimes you're like, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> So,
0: i'm sure that i've changed my mind several times on some of these questions too because we we get asked the same questions sometimes more than once so
1: luke was in here when i was ke- looking at this and he was like what is this i was like this is what you're gonna be watching when i'm long gone and you're wondering who i was and i thought to myself <laughs> that is scary that is a scary <laughs> proposition right there now here's one that came out of nowhere vote i uh, surprisingly for me you know uh um I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but our good buddy, our good personal friend David Z, Dave from Arizona, uh, did me a solid, boat, and because I got this Mister that you bought me, you did me a solid first. I put you over, by the way, for that. Thank you. And then uh, he printed me out a uh, a three D case for my uh, Mister, mm-hmm. which I'm. If you're watching the video, it's me showing this thing off. I've got it sitting right here. It's a glorious case, but I first Looks got this. Nice. I, I got the idea from Eric. Uh, For Pixel Gaten, who did a video on the channel showing off his case. And I liked his case, but I, I was like, David Z, can you do this and that? And he took care of me, man. And so I did this video here just showing off the case. You know, I was like, I'm going to show people what this looks like and how it works. And uh, it was w- real well received. Uh, boy, I've got a lot of feedback on this, too. And uh, the funny thing about it is, uh, if if a lot of people have misters, right? And if you have a mister... And you think having a wedge case for it might be appealing to you, uh, David Z is actually selling these, selling mm-hmm. these to order. And he will he even, even he can even do the do the deal with you on terms of what you want. Uh, and so if you're interested in that, you can get hold of David Z. If you watch this video, his contact information's there. But if you don't watch I'll just give it to you now. You can contact David Z at DJZOMV at gmail.com. And uh, just to, uh, as your subject line, I'll talk about the case. Say something about Mr. Case. And Dave will set you up. And I can tell you, and Bo, you know this for a fact, we've both gotten stuff from Dave. His uh, 3D printing abilities are off the charts. Yeah. Off the charts well, yeah. good. So yeah. I highly recommend this. But if you're interested in just looking at the case or seeing what I'm up to, you can check that out, Bo. Awesome. Um, here's one. <laughs> Sprite Castle plays karate games. Did you, I actually was in this chat. Watching this, and I was bad mouthing IK Plus but I was taking a page out of your book. I you don't heel. like IK
0: Plus? You've never liked that game.
1: I, ha- I I think the idea of having three of the fighters at once is dumb. It just I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. But I mean, all that said, and the thing is uh, as far as I know, you can't turn that off that feature.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you got to have three.
1: And so I was I-, I was already into it when I said that I didn't like the controls in this compared to the RK. Well, they. Didn't like that, but eventually they agreed that the arcade had better. You know, it's amazing.
0: It's it's amazing. I don't know if either the C sixty four version looks great or the Amiga version looks bad, but the C sixty four version looks just as good as the Amiga version.
1: Yeah, they both look. They're both quite good looking, you know. And I'm sure at the time this was gold. And then Flack plays some lesser known titles. I don't even know. I don't remember what that was. (laughs) I'm gonna ask what that was. He also plays the uh, uh, fan built Bruce Lee sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, boat, which I've actually played this. It's real good. I was like, man, that's great. So, lots of karate games this week from the Flaxster. So, if cool. you're into, if you if you uh, are into karate games or just want to hear Jack go to work, this is this is a good one to watch. I enjoyed this one as I always do. Uh, you know me. Um, oh, here we go. Of course, if you if you're Jones and to hear the Patreon band song from last week, it's available as always. Uh, Boat has uh, gloriously updated, uploaded. Look that. at all
0: of my faces on there. Yeah, I'm a yeah. damn handsome man.
1: That's amazing that they got any views. Can you get <laughs> negative views on something? I guess not. Now here we go. Hermsky's weekly offering is is back. This is a new game. Am I getting this right here? Rick Brick ZX Spectrum, new for 2021 game review with gameplay. So I haven't got to see this yet. It's
0: yeah, I haven't I haven't up. had a chance to watch this one yet either.
1: Oh, this—that that is new, Boat. Look at that. So Herms, got the scoop here. Have you heard of this game? No. Rick, Rick Graveyard Shift? Oh, man. We're going to have to check this out. So Herms, did get on the ground floor, apparently, to play this game. And it looks pretty good, Boat. Yeah. Uh, so if you're interested in checking this out, Uh, Check, hop over here and check it out. Hermski's got it up. It is part of the channel over here. Rick Brick, ZX Spectrum game, new for 2021. Last on the docket, but not, certainly not least, our good buddy Frodo, uh, and he's back. He's playing the first year of the MSX. Now, let me tell you something. I've been playing a lot of MSX, uh, and it's, I enjoy it immensely, uh, Boat uh the msx is like if the consoles and early 8-bit computers had a baby right you would get the msx have you toured around with your with the msx that much on your mister just
0: a little bit on the mister and i like what i see i've got to say yeah
1: man uh these things are the Mister. This is one of those computers that sort of they it opens up for you because it's not something that could be readily picked up here in the states Mm -hmm. uh you know and so and freddo goes to work on us. i you know it's funny i Because of Luke's Jiu-Jitsu, I've been missing Frodo's streams. I went to go back and check this. I always have to catch him out after the fact. But this looks great. He plays a lot. I noticed, I recognize a lot of these. uh, But I think the MSX, uh, an excellent machine. And Frodo uh, always does it up real well. So check out Frodo and L looking at the first year of the ZX Spectrum. I think, Boat, that's all we got, my friend.
0: All right. Well, you know, me and Neil got up to some stuff last week.
1: Oh, yeah. uh,
0: This Week in Retro. And uh, Aaron, they're making games on every conceivable platform these days. You know, not they're not content to go with the old hardware—the Spectrum, the C64. Aaron, last week we played a game that was entirely written in PDF.
1: This was this was amazing, Boat. I'll be honest with you, I couldn't believe this thing. And I, as w- watching it, I, I downloaded it too. I just, can you explain this to people in some in some way? <laughs>
0: So basically what this is, is it's a 200,000 page PDF (laughs) and you, you launch it in a PDF viewer and, uh, but it's all hyperlinked. Okay. So like, uh, you know, there are different areas on the screen, like the arrows to move around or just hyperlinks to other pages in the PDF. It's an ingenious thing. It's an ingenious thing. And the game is great. You know, I'm no big fan of dungeon crawlers, but you this is a dungeon them. crawler I can get behind because you're not crawling around a dungeon the whole time. You're going and visiting different areas. There's different towns. You know, it's almost like a Bard's Tale type thing rather than a traditional, you know, stupid dungeon crawler like Dungeon Master.
1: If so, you told me, if you said, this is the new uh, ZX Next game, uh, Aaron, and you showed me this, I would buy it. Right. That, I mean, I would be like, oh, yeah, I could see that. It's a stunning, it, it, someone is ultra clever, but
0: yeah. Yeah. And so, um, this is, uh, originally, this was a port of a, a game that was just written in HTML and the guy basically just took it and was like, man, I can make a PDF out of that. There's even music. The music is actually hyperlinked to the World Wide web and you just and click a, click a MP3 in your browser, but the music's really good. Uh, I highly, highly recommend this. Uh, we, we talked about this. We talked about there's a new uh, sort of like docudrama about British bedroom coders that combines, uh, you know, sort of um, reenactments with uh, with new um, footage of, of, of interviews and things like that. Reenactments? So you that yeah. yeah. I got, so, you mean
1: like the Oliver Twins like in their in their room?
0: Exactly. It's exactly got like see. that. Do you remember real stories of the highway patrol?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's like that. Picture real stories of the Highway Patrol, but about British bedroom coders. Oh,
1: my God. So it's that level of acting abilities involved yeah. in well, staging?
0: I'm not going to crush this. You're burying these the, guys. No, I'm not going to do that because this guy, he's been through the ringer. Yeah. Um, and uh, he has, uh, I guess he, his his studio got robbed twice. They had to start over. He got beat up by thugs. There's, this guy's been so through you mean a lot. has been a director? Yeah, yeah. The, the, he the, should have the,
1: some sort of footage of. He should do that as a reenactment.
0: I get <laughs> and pen- so, <laughs> the, you know, the game was or the the thing was kickstarted, and then there there haven't been updates now. It's now it's it's getting ready to roll out. So we talk about that. We talk about OS three point two, of course, the big story, and then oh, Mega yeah. Man, Aaron. There's a physical Mega Man release of a game that was only available on the Sega Channel. Did you ever Sega Channel it up, Aaron?
1: No, I didn't have a, a Sega, so no. Hmm. I've heard about the Sega channel. Uh, in fact, yeah. I think it was even offered it down our way. But It I, was. I it was. One the
0: of my friends channel. had the Sega channel, and um, it was all right. You know, it was a thing that you, you you downloaded games onto your console, which was a crazy concept back then. Yeah.
1: I'm not the biggest Mega Man guy, but if you are, I guess this is right up your alley.
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, this week in retro, check it out. We got new news stories, me and RMC, every single week.
1: It looks like you and Neil are trying to out do each other to see who looks the most like an old professor listen (laughs) i you know i was getting dressed it's a geek off
0: i was i was getting dressed that morning i was like you know what i'm gonna go with the jacket i'm gonna i'm gonna kneel it up this this (laughs) this morning so
1: (laughs) lovely boat you won't see me doing that i can tell you that you win every time
0: All right, Aaron. Uh, well, I guess that's going to round up our community uh, view of the week. Yeah. Uh, we do have some high score challenges that are going on over on the Discord, as always. If you are a supporter of Amigos or any of the shows on the network, uh, you get access to our Discord server. We've got uh, Amigos high score challenge right now. It, Hybris is rolling on, Aaron. And what is that in? Really bro, I got to get in scores. on
1: that.
0: Yeah, you got to get in there, man. It- uh, and on the Specky side of things zynaps which is another shooter oh, man! Um, and so one, uh, didn't we yeah then the, the action <laughs> is the action is hot and heavy especially on the spectrum side there are some guys that really know their way around the spectrum yeah, uh, on the far. on the Amigo side uh looks like z9k9 is gonna is gonna take this one home again uh but that's no surprise to anybody
1: i may i may go for it boat i may yeah. do that tonight i may be on i may i may live stream my attempt tonight later. oh i, I would love that i, I would yeah, love yeah, to do, mean, that. do that
0: All right, Aaron, uh, now it's time to thank some of the fine, fine folks that make Amigos possible, starting with our Twitch subscribers. Uh, if you enjoy watching the show live, which you can every Friday at five 30 Eastern, uh, I think we're going to go with five 30, at least for the next couple weeks. Uh, and, uh, you can, uh, you can watch us live. You can subscribe to the Twitch channel, Amigos retro gaming and help us out. If you're an Amazon prime subscriber, you get one free sub and that, that benefits us. You can join this fine list of folks. Macintosh Librarian, Mitsuyama, Pints and Amiga, Blow Jellyfish, Eeyore 4077, da Crabs MTG, O-Rom, Frodo NL, Scum Boy, Jigglebox, Retro Jerry, Super Famic King, Chris Edwards Restoration, Uber Scuba Diver, Joss 80, Amy Steph, Lord Soup, Matt Dufort, The Slow Norse, Captain Chaos DK, RetroRewind.ca, Amiga Live, Still Adolescing, Dave Velociraptor, JK, DK, Buck Owens, Edvin Helen, John Marshall, Blip Blop, Gary Heather, Blue Train, Rob O'Hara, Great Owl G, Kronos Net, and Neg Sol. Thank you guys so much for subscribing to us Thanks, on y'all. Twitch. All right, Aaron. Now, the time has come to announce the winners of last week's Patreon Song Challenge. Now, before we do that, I do want to welcome... Our new supporters, Jude Carlos and Explorer, Aaron, X-P-L-O-R-R, spelled cool guy style.
1: That is cool guy style. Welcome in, y'all. Yeah,
0: welcome Jude Carlos and Explorer. Um, and uh, our Patreon song last week, Aaron, was Just What I Needed by the, <laughs> the Cars.
1: That's not how I would have phrased it. <laughs> <laughs> it was not what I needed
0: we want to thank uh, Rob O'Hara again. Number one with a bullet. He's, he's the master of the quick response. Scumboy Got it right. L Curtis Boyle, Mr. Cola, Paul Kitching, the slow Norris and Joe ski rock. It's interesting when we have American bands versus British bands, we sort of get the answers from the, the side of the pond where the band hails from.
1: Yeah. We I were guess wondering if anybody point. would know the cars over in Europe. So there you yeah, go.
0: Yeah. I, I guarantee you they weren't as big of a deal there as they were here. Mm. Um, all right, Aaron, this week's Patreon song challenge. If you know it, send me an email at John at com. And if you're in the chat, please, please, please do not answer in the chat. Send me an email. All right, Aaron, hit it. Good luck,
1: everyone.
2: Eumobius Magnus Seth Alice Alistair Christian Russell David Z George Rosansky The Amiga Show Daniel Crabtree Super Famic Crazy Loomis, William Vinter Heavy Systems Inc Bundy, Frag, Lord Mark, by love Olaf, Hope, Permsky Jonah, aka Simulant Alien, Breeder, Dave, Velociraptor Calbird, Boy, Landinson, Luke Hudson, John Cook, Bomb the Base Proto and El Sol Incisor, Tech Major Juergen, Mr. Cola, Daniel Williams, Bernard Lucas, Jerry Dinnington, old Love, Reflection, Summon as Captain Crispy. Kilobytes and caffeine Gary, Heather, Free Lunch, Kate Fox David Pickford, Cameron Armstrong Andy Jones, Lobster, Menator Mid and Amiga, Retrocast Bernard Quinn, R.M.C. Tim Drew, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison Kyle Etzer, Rob O'Hara Matthew, Laramore, Moore, Andy, Craig, Sean, so, Mark this, rolling book, amongst Joe the Zombie, Make yeah. it on Alan, Bob, check, coke, and level, large, Marshall <clears throat> you play wrong, get the roast, creep, the devil, figure, see, see, the slow, we step on to Rob Morton, Sam 75 Christopher Hassel, Rabbi Allen, Chris Foles, Lorenzo, Rue, Graham, Becky, Adam Battersfield, O'Brien's Retro, Gary, Heather, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles, Tapes from the Crib, Josh Nat, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THG, Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy, Humberstein, Daniel Banks, Brutal, Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Ward's, Pixels of
1: Dawn, and Hugh Bjorn Barman. Great, really cheese that one up there at the end, didn't you, Boat?
0: Listen, the list of names is long, and the song was a little too you need short. To, you
1: need to make up another verse for that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeez, man.
0: All right. So if you know that one, johnatamigospodcast.com, of course, we couldn't go anywhere without recognizing all the fine, fine folks who have joined us in the chat for this live recording session and we're going to start things off with our mega moderators, Duncan Styles and Pixels at Dawn Gaming. Uh, thank you guys so much. And we've got a nice, nice crowd this evening. we got 2020 here, Academy Impossible, Amiga Cami, Amiga Live, Bitstorm, Blip Blop, Buck Owens, Canadian Retro Things, Carbon 14 XYZ, Commander Root, Cowbird Boy, Dave's Donuts, Dave Velociraptor, Bimmo TV, Edvin Helen, broadcasting from the Man Cave, Eeyore 4077, Frodo and L, Great Algae. Oh, and if you guys were wondering, Great Algae, Graham has not been ejected from the Patreon band. He's had some glass ejected from his foot. Yeah, that's He got that's some no glass good. up in there, Aaron. Sim that's X-rays no good, man. Boat. What's He's that? Feet. Oh yeah, I saw these X-rays pain, on Discord. But, yeah. yeah, so I'm glad that, that Graham is on the mend and don't worry, You're folks. Better, he will be back. Yeah, uh, Grizwar75 is here with us. Hamo1, Hermski. I am Paul H, boss man himself. Thank you for filling in, Paul. Uh, Jason Warns, Judge Groovy Man, King, yes. Junketing. <laughs> Uh, L. Curtis Boyle, All Hail, Linden Term, Mitsuyama, Uram, Olaf Hope, Picard2010s here, RetroRewind.ca, Rob O'Hara, Super Tech Boy, Tom Toms, ThursoBard, VNK, Vector Frank, Vigoro Pros, Wide World of Retro, Wishbone, and Explorer.
1: Yeah, man. good crowd. Yeah. Cool guy.
0: All right. And of course, big thanks to Lobsterminator also in the Patreon band doing the lead guitar.
1: If only he would sing. We'd be laughing.
0: You know, he may. He may. He's got a great voice. Oh, man. Aaron, next week, like I teased earlier, we're going to do another helicopter, another helicopter game. This one Uh is a little bit more in depth, Aaron. This one is Gunship
1: 2000. Ooh, that's a tough one. 2000. No, no singing the title, Boat. (laughs) Yes, I may own that one, Boat. I'll have to go up and consult the shelf of fun up here. That one may be on the shelf.
0: I want to say that Love of Lord sent us a copy of that when that, I hope in that it big is, box with nice the Gorky have, list. It'd be you nice might need to even have play it stuff. and drink the Gorky list at the same time.
1: Oh, that'd be a bad <laughs> chopper ride, my friend.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, Aaron, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you guys next
2: week. And until then, Adios. adios.